Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell on this Tuesday, 19th of October, 2021. Uh, quite late today, I've run another couple of workshops today. It's currently 6 p.m. here in the Macedon Rangers, so a lot later than I normally record a podcast, but I ran a couple of workshops again today for some great leaders, and we we're talking all things emotional intelligence. So I thought I'd jump on and record a quick podcast in relation to this because I think I think it's something that uh, all leaders can certainly get better at and for many leaders learn because there's so many leaders out that I'm that I've dealt dealt with and have dealt with and am dealing with that uh, they probably have little or no emotional intelligence and look I know if you've been listening to the podcast for a while you know that I love working with sales leaders who have a high level of aptitude to have a great attitude but are also looking to expand their capabilities, look to get to the next level and look at how they can serve their team and, and take their team's performance to an exceptional level to drive those sustainable results. And a lot of it comes down to building your EQ muscle. So in this podcast, I want to talk about EQ at a high level, but also start asking you some questions and get you to self-reflect on where you might be having some strengths right now in terms of some of the things we talk about today in EQ. But also, no doubt there's going to be some areas that are probably not as familiar to you. So thinking about where you can start developing your muscle of emotional intelligence in these areas to not only get better as a leader, but certainly help your team get better as well through the example that you set and certainly being able to manage your emotions and regulate your emotions and therefore your behavior in various different situations. Because it's fair to say that uh, we all have situations where uh, we perhaps in the benefit with the benefit of hindsight would have dealt with a certain situation in a slightly different way and I just come off a back of a coaching session actually where I was talking with a client and that's exactly what we spoke about there were some examples this week where there were some conversations that were had and the benefit of hindsight determined that we probably could have done some things differently and when we did that we would have got a completely different outcome. So the great lesson out of that is we're always learning. There's always things we can get in terms of feedback from what we do, what we say, and certainly from what we see in terms of our environment as well. So if you think about EQ or emotional intelligence, many argue now that emotional intelligence or EQ is the real intelligence. And if we can improve on understanding our own emotions, but also start to understand or have a better understanding about emotions of others and how to manage them positively. Not that we can manage other people's emotions. We can only respond to other people's emotions, although we can influence other people's emotions. It, what, what it will do is it'll help improve and enhance our ability to communicate, yeah, both internally within our own team, but certainly on the external as well in terms of our key stakeholders. It will also have a flow-on effect to our performance and certainly in, in relation to our leadership as well. So um, more and more organizations, funnily enough, are spending more and more time placing more and more emphasis on emotional intelligence as a determining factor. And when I say this, as a key determining factor to attract talent rather than the old standard IQ measurements. And I remember back when I was hiring salespeople, we started to do a lot more uh, cognitive testing and a lot, a lot less emphasis being placed on just the pure intelligence levels of an individual. We still looked at 
the past performance and whether this person had been achieving or overachieving their target and all the things that you would normally look to a prospective employee for. But we started to delve more and more into, okay, give me situations where you've had to deal with ambiguity or you've had to have high forms of resilience, where you've had to face challenges head on and, and really had to take take heed of the emotions you were feeling at that particular moment and still get through and break through and get an outcome to a particular problem. Uh, and more and more organizations are putting more structure around this and learning a lot more about emotional intelligence. And it's a key driving factor in a lot of companies' success and a lot of leaders' success as well. So one of the things we have to get good at, whether we like it or not, it's, uh, it's incumbent on us as sales leaders to continue to build our EQ muscle because if we don't, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be left behind because more and more, as I said, organizations are looking more to the EQ component than the IQ as a way to attract talent but also to retain talent as well. So one of the things we talked about in today's workshop is we're, we're having a conversation about just the, I guess, the, level, the general level of awareness uh, amongst leaders within this particular industry when it comes to things like their own emotions, being able to read the play, uh, managing relationships, how much importance do they place on building relationships as a way to drive competitive advantage, both internally but also within, I guess, the industry that they're operating at. And what what came out is there's a lot of different people that have different aspects and different interpretations of what emotional intelligence is. And some of them, have they know the term, they, they sort of throw around, oh, I'm, I'm increasing my level of EQ, but... There's not a lot of substance that sits behind it. And one of the things that came out today was there's a lot of leaders out there who put on, let's just call it a false bravado, and often try to be something or portray themselves as something then that they're not. And it leads to a level of inconsistency. And in most cases, people's BS meters can go off pretty quickly. And a lot of people can see through the facade that a lot of leaders are, are placing upon their teams and thinking that they're trying to be somebody that they're not. Uh, so we talked a lot about this in terms of what, if there was one area that leaders in general, and this is a gross generalization, so it's always going to be exceptions to the rule, but if there was one area that leaders needed to really hone in on and work on, it's it's a level of self-awareness around just being able to read their own emotions and being conscious of that, but also taking responsibility for that. Because as we've always talked about, we're always conditioning people within our team and certainly outside of our team on how to deal with us. So we're always creating an impression every single day uh, for people in our immediate environment, but also in our extended environment as well. So being more emotionally intelligent and taking responsibility for absolutely everything that happens is absolutely critical for us as sales leaders if we are going to build a sustainable foundation for success and if we can take ourselves to an exceptional level of performance. And so I wanted to just cover off, uh, we talked about a number of models today in the workshop, but I wanted to cover off one in particular, which is it comes from Daniel Goleman, who's an author and psychologist, written a number of books, uh, and you can certainly look this up and get more information on these particular elements. But um, to give you a sense of the four key elements that he talks about in relation to emotional intelligence and really get a grasp on how we can apply these in our day-to-day operations to give ourselves every opportunity of providing an environment and creating and maintaining an environment where success is almost guaranteed. And it starts with us. It starts with us as leaders. So the four key categories that Daniel Goleman talks about is self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationship management. And I'll just go through each of these at a high level and just think about for you, of each of these, how would you rate yourself out of 10 in terms of a scale of 10 being phenomenal, 
One being I've got a bucket load of work to do because one of the things that it starts with is um, self-acknowledgement of you know where I'm at and being really, really truthful on where you're at and being also truthful with where some of the gaps might be so I can start working on plugging those gaps to get him to get even better and, and start to drive myself forward but also set the platform for my team to also drive forward as well and continually improve. So the first one is self, self-awareness and this really is about how aware are you and how aware am I on our own emotions? Now there's a whole host of emotions and there's a there's an emotional wheel called the Plutchik's emotional wheel which comes from a guy called Robert Plutchik who developed this, uh, is a psychologist, developed this back in the 1980s. And it's a great spectrum to look at because every every emotion that we have, there's a level of intensity uh, going from less intensity to high intensity. And leaders who are self-aware can identify, first of all, what is the emotion that I'm actually feeling. So I have confidence in being able to identify that, but also confidence to say, you know what, this is the emotion that's either helping me or it's potentially hindering me. So building a level of emotional awareness in terms of being able to label it, being able to language it, and then being able to do something with it in terms of that particular emotion, understanding whether it is helping or hindering. It's also recognizing that based on the behaviors that we then choose to demonstrate from the emotion is how do we recognize the impact that that's going to have on other people. Now, a person who is very self-aware is also aware of the emotion they have and therefore the behaviors they demonstrate in relation to that emotion and how it plays out in their environment. They're really conscious about that and they then become more intentional in terms of the behaviors they do put out in place. Now, one thing that we can't necessarily control is the emotions that we do feel. Now, that's a topic for another day entirely, but the first key part is being really self-aware and understanding what is the emotion that I'm feeling right now And then based on that emotion, what are the behaviors that I'm demonstrating and how does it impact others? If we can build this and really accentuate this around our self-awareness, then it's it's one of the four key pillars around emotional intelligence that will enable us to build that muscle and enable us to get even better as a sales leader. The next one is self-management. This is all about how well can we control those emotions. One thing is to identify it. The next one is to control it. So how can we demonstrate things like empathy? How can we really understand how we get on with people? How can we get along with people in a more constructive way? How can I maintain a level of optimism with the situation that I find myself in? But the biggest one about self-management is in whatever situation I find myself in, can I control my emotions so that I'm really clear on what the outcome is that I want to get and my behaviors are going to be consistent with the outcome that I do want to get? And therefore, being able to control those emotions is a really important thing. It may require us to demonstrate some behavioral flexibility through that process, but it's really, really critical that we can manage ourselves and therefore get along with other people, irrespective of whether we agree with them or not. So it's not about uh, disagreeing with them. It's not about challenging them on their authority or arguing with them to try and convince them that we're right and they're wrong. It's how do I manage my emotions and get along with people in that situation so we can drive towards our win-win outcome. A key part about that, which is the third element it moves into, is, is a thing called social awareness. So how can we how can we demonstrate through our self-management an area of empathy that we can see things from different people's perspective, we seek to understand before we try to be understood, we can read the play, in other words. We can listen to what's actually being said, but really listen to what really is being said because sometimes people will say things, but there's a hidden meaning there. So being able to be socially aware being able to read the play, and part of this is looking at other people's emotions, but also reading between the lines in terms of things like body language as well. If we can build a level of social awareness and combine that with a level of self-management, being able to manage our emotions in that situation, but also being confident in our own self-awareness around the emotions that we are actually experiencing ourselves, 
then you've got the third pillar in place in relation to emotional intelligence and enables us to really build that muscle. And the final one is relationship management. So this is about the actual facilitation of conversations. How well do we influence other people? How well are we developing others? Are we cultivating relationships? Are we really investing in getting better at um, the relationship management of our team, our direct team, but also our indirect team? How good are we at developing relationships with our key stakeholders, with our senior partners, with our senior executives? Are we focusing on things like collaboration or are we trying to think about things in a one-way street so we're trying to get things that we want at the expense of others? It's about using the three previous pillars, the self-awareness, self-management and social awareness to really elongate and exponentially improve our ability to build relationships with the core people we need to build relationships with. So there are the four key categories of emotional intelligence. And one of the things we talked about today was if we can get really good at each of these, we've got an opportunity to really build an engaging culture, but a culture that's built on trust, but also a culture that's built on adaptability, that it's okay to feel certain emotions. And sometimes it's okay to share those emotions and not necessarily criticize others for having those emotions. So it's about seeking to understand again about why people are feeling certain things and why they're feeling certain ways. But using those emotions and using those feelings as a platform for continuous improvement. So it's not about shirking the emotions. It's not about pretending to have emotions or to hide the emotions. It's actually putting things on the table because what people are looking for from their leaders above anything else is they're looking for consistency. They're looking for certainty and they want somebody who they can trust and who they want to follow. So it stands to reason then that as a sales leader in particular, and if we want to be an exceptional sales leader, then we need to get better at building our EQ muscle and being okay to share certain emotions and not being afraid to uh, to share those. So if we can do that, guess what? Not only will our team take on some of those attributes that we're demonstrating, because remember, our team is and always will be a reflection of us. If they can start getting better at languaging that and using that to the, to the advantage of driving win-wins, around collaboration, then amazing things can happen on the bottom line. So the question I'll leave you with is this, that as a sales leader, as an exceptional sales leader, uh, or an exceptional sales leader in training, where would you rate out of 10 right now in terms of these four categories? Where do you rate on self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationship management? And be really, really hard on yourself in terms of really sit down and think about where, where am I strong, but also where have I got some gaps? And be okay with that and share it with somebody who you trust, whether it be your partner, a significant other, your one-up manager, or a mentor or a coach. Get some feedback because what you also want to do is, when you do a self-assessment here, also ask some questions of your key people within your sphere of influence as to how they would rate you as well in these four categories. Because that will give you a really good picture on where you've got some strength zones, but also some areas where you can do some improvement and help you continue to build that EQ muscle. So I trust that message helps. Trust that message resonates. As a key reminder, if you'd like to work together one-on-one and help you take your sales leadership to an exceptional level, love to work with you one-on-one. And we can do that as soon as the back end of this week. Simply go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com. Pick a time that suits. We'll jump on a call over the wonderful Zoom and uh, get started to work over the next 90 days to get you well on your way to being that exceptional sales leader. So very much look forward to that conversation. And as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar. Go to leadwithdarren.com. 
and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.